If you want to become a master at beating your insecurities, worries, doubts, fears, etc., this episode is all about helping you wrap your mind around what it takes to control your thoughts consistently as a practice day in, day out, making it easier and easier every single day so you don't have to worry about what you're doing with your thoughts. This episode is for you. Stay tuned. What is up, my fellow dreamers and soul searchers? Thank you for joining me here for another episode of Roxy Talks, where we discuss confidence, mindset, manifestation, and more. I am Roxy Lee. I'm a mindset coach, and I'm here to help you banish your negative thinking and limiting beliefs so you can bring love, clarity, and joy into your life. If you're interested in looking into your own limiting beliefs, where they're stemming from, and what they might be doing in your life, what havoc they might be wrecking, you can check out my Manifest a Specific Person workshop. It's a nine-module course you can get started on right now to help you get to the bottom of all that stuff. You can sign up for that at my website, roxytalks.com. The link for that is in the description below. I've also got exclusive merch, podcasts, and more. That's all at roxytalks.com. You can also join me on social media. I'm on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Now, before we get into this video, please hit the subscribe button and click the notification bell so you never miss an update. And if you're feeling generous, please like and share. That helps us reach as many people as possible, and everyone deserves to know that they are in complete control of their reality. Now, our insecurities, worries, limiting beliefs, and doubts, fears, all that junk, the crap that we listen to in our minds, the stuff that keeps us away from going after what we want, that stuff is just pieces of programming. It's just ghosts in the machine. It's leftover bits, habitual thinking. It's stuff that doesn't really matter or pertain to your life unless you let it. We're all programmed to protect ourselves from pain or something that might hurt us or harm us in some way. We're equipped with fight or flight mode, which is triggered when we feel stressed or threatened in any way. This fight or flight mode launches a slew of thoughts and we start to make judgment calls on what's coming at us and why it's coming at us, if we're gonna survive it, if we're worthy, all this stuff, it starts tumbling us down a road we don't necessarily wanna be on. The problem is that these days, Fight or flight, which is triggered by stress or perceived threats, gets triggered by the easiest things, like a text message, or running late, bumping into somebody, scuffing your shoe, saying something embarrassing, not having anything to say, seeing your crush. And this response is launched when a stressful or perceived threatening situation comes to us. So what happens is that we end up having a panic attack or, you know, even just like I said, a fight or flight response to something simple like your boss asking you to come see them in their office. We don't know if it's good or bad. A customer complaining, right, can ruin your whole day. We allow really, really small, insignificant things to completely derail us, to knock us off our game, to allow us to start to doubt ourselves and who we are as people and what we're good enough for. Small things like somebody seeing your text message but not responding back, being left on read, right? Huge deal. I get so many DMs about that. These survival tactics that human bodies are equipped with are getting launched constantly all day long and it's stressing us out. We all have anxiety disorder, right? We all have panic attacks all the time. We're all dealing with depression. It's not a rarity anymore. And I'm speaking in regards to things like, you know, a lion chasing a caveman or something like that. When human consciousness was being developed and we were given separate tools from the rest of the animal kingdom or whatever, I don't know, I wasn't there. Either way, we have this system set up for survival that we have kind of evolved through. 
but the system is still in place. The fire system is still setting off the sprinklers. So at the end of the day, it's not really our fault that we react to these ridiculous things in such dramatic ways. It's not our fault we're so dramatic. We are hardwired to do so. But, but at the same time, we are conscious creators here. We do know that it is our reactions and our thoughts that's creating our world and perpetuating the drama for ourselves. So if that's the case, then we need to be big peoples and unicorns and girlies and boys and everything in between and do the duties that we need to do to keep our thoughts focused so that we don't experience that stuff anymore. I mean, or we do, but if we're going to do that, then don't complain about it, right? You can't complain, <laughs> I guess. I don't know. That's what they say. I'm susceptible to it as well. I work on my own triggers every single day. Again, I say this all the time. I'm practicing. I am with you guys. I am not on the lifeguard tower. I am treading water in the deep end with you, okay? I am here with you. I'm doing it every single day. It is a practice, but it does work if you dedicate yourself to it. The best success that I had with getting over listening to the doubts, because it's not like they're not necessarily gone. I just don't really care that they're there because I realize how irrelevant and insignificant they are because they're always going to be there. Whether I have billions of dollars or zero, I will still have doubts about something. I will still be insecure about something. So that means it doesn't matter because I can achieve everything I've ever wanted for myself and still feel lack or doubt or emptiness or something. So if that's the case, then it renders all of that stuff irrelevant. If we can just keep our eyes focused on what we want, we will get there. And we deal with the insecurities, doubts, fears, and worries. I've been calling them theories from now on, <laughs> the theories. We deal with the theories when they come up, like a whack-a-mole. Pop up, whack them out, right? Okay, so <laughs> I came up with a few really fucking weird analogies for this, guys. Okay, so don't judge. This is about to get weird. I know you guys love my super weird analogy. So here we go. This is a three-parter. This is three different ways that you can think about how ugh, icky our negative thoughts are. Our theories, the things that we don't want to think anymore, the thoughts that are keeping us away from what we want to achieve, we're going to make them really, really, really gross so that we don't want them in our mind anymore. Okay, so <laughs> the first part of this three-part analogy, the cleanest part. Think about a spill on your floor. If I spilt some delicious juice on my floor and I didn't feel like cleaning it up, it would turn into a bigger mess. It would get sticky. It would attract bugs. Pretty soon, I got an issue on my hands. And if something else spilled, now it's getting bigger. So my question is to you, how many spills on your floor do you allow before you stop wiping them up? If something spills, we wipe it up. If it spills again, you wipe it up. Now, here's the other thing. It doesn't matter whether I have a roll of paper towels, one square of toilet paper, a Taco Bell napkin, a t-shirt, a beach towel, a whole package of Clorox wipes. It doesn't really matter what I wipe it with. It just matters that I wipe that shit up as soon as it's there because it's going to cause a bigger mess if I don't get to it immediately. <laughs> okay, that was the G-rated version. The next one, take it a step further. If this was your baby, and every single one of your theories, your negative thoughts, your worries, your doubts, your insecurities, even reactions to your 3D world, okay? Every single one of those things. If each one of those was a dirty diaper, how many shitty diapers a day does your baby get before you have hit your quota and we're done changing diapers for the day? Sorry, kid. You're just gonna have to sit in that till tomorrow because 
We're done for the day. Change too many damn diapers for the day. I'm over it. Stinks. I'm over it. It's nasty. Don't want to change them anymore. I'm going to let it slide. I'm going to let you sit in your shitty diaper all night until tomorrow. And I'll, I guess I'll start changing them tomorrow when I'm less exhausted from changing diapers all day. That's literally what it sounds like when I hear people say that they just let their thoughts run free. Uh, I stopped them for a minute, but then I, I just gave, it got hard. I gave up. Oh, so you're letting your baby sit around in a shitty diaper. It's going all the way up its back. Like, we got a big problem here. Now, step three, the even grosser one, this is where I'm at because this is the way I think about it is that, like, not only are they, our theories, our worries, our doubts, our insecurities, are they shitty thoughts? Think of it like poop on your hand. <clears throat> if I got poop on my hand, I would wipe it off immediately every time. There is not a number of times that poop touches my hand a day where I'm just like, oh, I guess I have a poop hand now for the rest of my life. No, 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 no. If poop touches it, ah, get it off, get it off, get it off immediately. Every time, every time. I don't have a, I don't have a limit of times I wipe it away. I wash my hands, right? It, I don't care how many times. If poop touches my hand, I'm wiping it off. It's disgusting. And taking it a step further, not only am I going to wipe the poop off my hand if it gets there, I'm also going to avoid actively sticking my hands in shit, okay? <laughs> now, again, I don't know why these really gross analogies come up. I think it's because I don't like gross stuff. So <laughs> it to me is like, ah, okay, I get it. Cause that's really fucking nasty and it makes sense. It's the same concept. If I wouldn't let my baby sit around in a shitty diaper, if I wouldn't let a speck of poop exist on my hand for longer than point fucking two milliseconds, <laughs> Why would I let a shitty thought stay in my mind and then eventually manifest in my world? It's not happening. So I want you to treat your shitty thoughts like literal shit, <laughs> like clean it up every single time. There is never an amount of poo that we don't clean. There is never an amount of mess that is acceptable to not clean up, right? So take what you will from this creepy analogy. Thanks universe for dropping these weird images in my mind and treat your thoughts that way. Your theories, your negative thoughts are disgusting. Get them off your mind. This isn't about being delusional. This isn't about letting people treat you terrible and, and just ignoring it. This is about you understanding that your thoughts are manifesting and creating the behaviors of the people around you. And if you don't get a hold of them, it will continue to manifest in your world. And that's not just people, right? That's everything. Whatever you think about, whatever, is happening in your world. That's just how it works. So move on, deal with that acceptance, accept that and deal with it, move along and focus on your thoughts because they are creating your world. So I want you to comment down below. I clean up every single negative thought. I clean up every single negative thought because I want you to get into the habit of understanding that it's not about the fact that you have the fear, the doubt, the worry, the insecurity, the whatever, the theory, the problem is that you agree and you keep entertaining it, keep reacting to it, keep it alive in your world. Literally, you are the glue preventing it from dissolving. So we're going to work on not doing that by cleaning up our negative slash dirty thoughts. I mean, poopy thoughts, shitty thoughts, right? <laughs> Whatever. You get it. Now, if you would like some more targeted information on how to get at your specific limiting beliefs and knock them out of your mind, sign up for my Manifest a Specific Person workshop. It's a nine module course. So you can get started on it right away and it will definitely absolutely help you get to where you're going, understanding these deep-seated ideas and how to move forward and transcend them. 
you can sign up for that workshop at my website, roxytalks.com. That link, of course, is in the description below. I've also got exclusive merch, podcasts, and more. That's all at roxytalks.com. And don't forget to sign up for my brand new 30 Days of Alignment. It's updated for 2020, and it's going to help you nail down your practice. If that's where you're at, staying focused, the 30 Days of Alignment will definitely help you get there. You can sign up for that. It's completely free at the link in the description below. You can also join me on social media. I'm on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Here on the Roxy Talks channel, I go live every Monday at noon-ish PST for Q&A, and I've got brand new videos out every Tuesday through Friday, so make sure you subscribe and hit the bell notification so you never miss an update. And if you're feeling generous, please like and share. That helps us reach as many people as possible, and everyone deserves to know that they are in complete control of their reality. We're all raising our vibrations together. You have the power. I believe in you.